intrepid architects out there. If you believe design can change the world, then you've found your humans here on this show, Architecting. My name is Angela Mazzi, and I'm an architect and career coach who's figured out how to live my passion while claiming a successful architecture career and lifestyle. This show is about the architect as a person and will help you bypass the status quo traps in our profession while teaching you how to make an impact in your career. We need to stand in our power as architects and use our skills to make great places. If you're with me, let's get architecture. Hey all, today I wanted to talk to you about personal brands. And you might be thinking, Angela, I'm not Kim Kardashian. I do not need a personal brand. Well, I'm going to challenge that today and tell you you do. Why do you, the lowly architect, need to worry about branding? And not just for your firm? No. And here's why. Your personal brand is what differentiates you. So just being an architect isn't enough. What do you do? How would someone describe you? What's your go-to, your specialty, your zone of genius? Are you the person that they go to for code research? Are you the person who's really good with experience and design for that? Are you genius at materials and methods? Whatever it is, whether it's a practice area of specialty like higher education or ecclesiastic design or healthcare, or it's a particular aspect of design and construction, you have things that you are really good at, your MO, if you will. And you need to make sure that people associate those abilities, those talents, that expertise with you. And you do it with a personal brand. I know a lot of architects really don't like social media all that much. They're a little intimidated by it. What I want to encourage you to do is to separate your personal social media from your professional social media. I have a personal Facebook page. That's where I put my kids' choir concert and our vacation photos. I do not put this, however, on my Twitter feed because my Twitter feed is professional. I don't put it on my LinkedIn feed because my LinkedIn feed is professional. And I have architecting Facebook group and Instagram account so that I can differentiate between what I'm doing for my business and what I'm doing personally. And you could make it the same. What you're doing to promote your knowledge and expertise versus your personal life, catching up with high school friends, that sort of thing. Think about what is an industry-leading post. So it is not enough to just say, this is our latest project, isn't it cool? That might get you some likes, but that isn't going to establish a brand. On the other hand, if you say, this project reflects research in social determinants to health, and there's a really innovative community center in the courtyard, that 
elevates the discussion. Now you can tag key words about population health, about social justice, about equity, about sociology and psychology, about how people understand and move through space, about well-being and design. And you can get a whole lot more attention than if you just said, our new project features a community center. So I'm hoping you can see the difference in how you can talk about what you specifically contributed to the project in an industry-leading way. So in addition to talking about your projects differently, you can share articles you've written, talk about conferences you might be speaking at, or even just a really good seminar or lecture locally or nationally that you have attended. My Twitter feed blows up every year when we have the ACHA and Academy of Architecture for Health Summer Leadership Summit because the speakers are always very high level. I take photographs of them talking and I tag them and I mention certain things that really struck me as significant. And it's amazing how many people get excited about this information. Did I create that information? No. But my personal brand, the filter of my point of view, determined the content that I thought was valuable and therefore shared. So even though it isn't my content, I'm still building my personal brand by posting smart things that are in line with my point of view. But if you're thinking, I got no clue what my personal brand is, Angela, how am I going to figure this out? Well, Again, I will say please go to architecting.com right there on the front page of the website. You can download my Archetyper tool. And this is really just a way for you to map your interests and your aptitudes and start to get a sense of where you really would be most excited to spend the majority of your time. And what I always recommend to people after they do that exercise is look for ways that you can weight your workload to do more of these things and less of the other things on the spectrum because this is really your best zone where you're going to shine. So if you don't already know, totally free tool, welcome you to download it if it can help you in any way, let me know. So now that we've figured that out, let's talk a little bit about fears of putting ourselves out there and being visible. Once you understand what your brand is about, the, the subject matter, if you will, you have to think about what's your point of view on that brand? Because lots of people might be spec writers. Are you a sustainability spec writer who has kind of almost a subspecialty? Or are you really good at writing documents so that there are multiple parties that can bid? You know, whatever it is, what unique point of view can you layer into that so that you're not just known for the ability, 
but for having a unique perspective on it. So the next thing you need to do once you get clear on who you are is that you've got to get your brand out there. So how do you get your brand out there? Within the office, you make it a point to ask questions of the team to be really strategic about sharing information so that others have access to that unique point of view you're bringing to your expertise and they know to ask you about it. Maybe it can even be integrated into marketing and part of what differentiates the company. Within your personal marketing, if you will, though, what you're trying to do with this brand is to really start a conversation. I just listened to an amazing podcast by Brene Brown. She talked about the difference between knowing and learning. And sometimes when you have an area of expertise, there can be a lot of pressure to feel like you need to assert your knowledge and to make comments or statements that kind of establish authority. On the other hand, what Brene was advocating, and it makes a lot of sense, is that true expertise is about learning. It's about asking those strategic questions rather than spouting off what you know. And this is where social media an invaluable and amazingly quick way to develop that. If you can post a good provocative question about what you're studying, what you're good at, what you're learning, along with some facts, and hashtag it with some trending topics that are associated with that question, you will be amazed how many people will not only like it, but will comment and engage with you and retweet it or start following you. And very, very quickly, you can start to build following. And it's not just a bunch of trolls or random people. These are quality follows from people who actually are just as interested in this topic as you are. Over the course of my career, just from posting insights on Twitter and LinkedIn, I developed this amazing personal network of people who were architects from all over the world who I'd never met before just because we shared an interest and an expertise. And they really have been amazing champions. Recently, as I've been doing the podcast and promoting it on Instagram, I have made so many new friends and new colleagues. Stephen Drew, who I interviewed last week, met him on Clubhouse because I popped into one of his rooms and we kept following up with one another. So there's definitely value in asking questions and putting thoughts rather than declarations or overly polished things out there in social media. There really are other professionals who regularly look at these sites and who will engage with you. What you'll find is they will start to promote you and you'll start to promote them too because you'll start to see where their content is rich and interesting. 
And you never know, there may be an opportunity that comes up for you to collaborate on something together in the future. This is, you know, just a, a great thing. Um, Megan Mazzacco, who does the Clubhouse Room with me every Monday on architects as healers, building as medicine, contacted me because she heard my podcasts and she really liked them. And she has introduced me to so many other great people in the architecture and design industry. So you can get a lot of clout by being very clear about your personal brand, but then putting it out there. I guess I have trained myself over the years to do this and not to feel self-conscious about it, to be exposed enough to the way that other people put content out there to know that it's okay to be vulnerable. And by vulnerable, I don't mean that I'm telling you my deepest, darkest secrets, but just that it's okay to put a thought out there. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be a thought and something that will provoke a discussion. That's all it needs to do. So how often do you need to be visible on social media? I recommend that you take 10 to 15 minutes a day. Maybe it's while you're having your morning coffee. Maybe it's in the evening. Maybe it's over your lunch break. doesn't have to be a lot of time. But the algorithms for most social media sites are set up such that the more you engage with them, the more they engage with you, which makes it actually easier. I had kind of dropped off of LinkedIn for a couple of years, hadn't posted much, and then started posting more and was amazed at how quickly I started getting even more notifications about what my other connections were doing, which kind of is like a pipeline right to interesting content that people you like are putting out. So you don't have to go through a feed. Just look at your notifications and go directly to content that you are going to want to see and engage with, if for no other reason than to continue fostering this connection. If you pick quality connections, they're going to be putting out some really good content. And guess what you get to do with that content? You get to share it in real life, back at home in your company with your clients. And you're the smart person because knowledge is knowing where to find it. All of these are ways that your personal brand starts to get more and more refined. Your contacts start to be more and more directed where you want them to be. And if you post maybe yeah, two to three times a week, but are engaged daily, you'll see that you really start to get some results. And don't be shy. Don't be afraid to put your content out there and be visible. If you want your personal brand to work for you, you have to work it. You cannot judge you think other people will do or say. Instead, just put it out there in an inquisitive way, in a way that says, what do other people think? And then sit back and watch the magic happen as you become more and more of a subject matter expert. Take care for now. We'll catch you next time. Hope you enjoyed this episode and that you will go to architectingpodcast.com where I've got 
so many great resources for you, as well as your place to download and listen to episodes of the podcast. Head on over there and don't forget to sign up for the email list. I don't spam. I send a weekly email that just keeps you up to date on the latest special offers and programs that I am launching. You'll want to stay tuned. Stay inspired. (music) 